It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, everyone. Ben here. I just wanted to check in with you guys. I got a few inquiries about my well-being after we did not publish an episode on Tuesday. Everything's good. I just had a really crazy week last week where I had two hours in the whole week where I wasn't busy with work or family stuff. And I did not was not able to line up a guest for those that exact time slot to record an interview. But we've already got guests lined up for the next couple of weeks. I don't think this is going to happen very often. And I'm happy to report that in the interim, we're going to do a mini episode with Greg Shahadi and just talk about the Pro Chess League, the state of the league, the Final Fours coming up, talk about the matchups. Make sure you all tune in and support this great endeavor that is great for the health of chess overall. I also wanted to thank you all who email me and ping me on Twitter. My handle is Beneficial1. I really appreciate all the feedback and the nice reviews, and it really uh, it keeps me going because this is a lot of work, but I'm really enjoying doing it, and I like hearing from you guys. So thanks again. Enjoy this little interview with Greg, and I'll be back in full force next week. Take care. Hello, everyone. I'm Ben Johnson, and this is the Perpetual Chess Podcast. On Perpetual Chess, I have weekly conversations with the chess world's best players, promoters, and educators about their lives, careers, current projects, and best practices. For more information, go to perpetualchesspod.com. So I am here for the triumphant return of Greg Shahadi. excited to come on to tell us what's going on with the Pro Chess League. Greg is sick, but going to power through for a little quick mini episode. Greg, how are you? I'm good. I was going to try and hide it, but now you blew my cover. No, you're going to be like Michael Jordan in the flu game. I, just, exactly. just put on an amazing performance and dazzle us all with uh, your ability to, I mean, talk, to talk while sick. It was a game time decision. Uh-huh. Um, so... So Greg's going to update us on the Pro Chess League. It's it's heading into its final four after a wildly successful first season. Uh, Greg, so who's playing? What What's going to happen this weekend? Well, man, it's crazy. Um, we got four teams. Norway, Stockholm, Montreal, and St. Louis. But the, the real crazy thing is the people who are playing in these, these teams. Uh, we have the three top-rated players in the world. 
uh, Magnus Carlsen. I don't know if you guys have heard of him, but he's playing for Norway. We have Fabiano Caruana playing for Montreal. And then we have Wesley So playing for St. Louis. So somehow all the best players and their teams uh, made it through to the Final Four, which I wouldn't have I wouldn't have known that it would go that way. But now that it has, it's pretty exciting. A little bit suspicious, if you ask me. <laughs> well, they're good at chess, you know. That's a good point. So who's playing who? Uh, well, Norway's playing Stockholm in the big battle for Scandinavia. And then Montreal's playing St. Louis. Okay, and I suppose you should say the times, although we have listeners from most everywhere, but... Yeah, I mean, it's really funny, actually, because Europe experiences daylight savings on, like, the Saturday night, so the times actually change from Saturday to Sunday because of this daylight savings thing, Uh, but on Saturday, it's 9, I'm sorry, it's 10 o'clock Pacific, 11 o'clock Eastern, and I think 5 o'clock GMT for the first match between Norway and Stockholm, and then the next one's three hours later. Okay, and it's the same format we've had all along, same number of matches and stuff like that? Everyone does uh, everyone, everyone? Four versus four, all play all. The only difference if it's an 8-8 eight, eight tie, they, they do a tie-break match where they replay the whole match with a 3-2 time control. Okay, and and I we know that the three heavy hitters you named, the three in the world top ten, uh, who, else will be, uh, who else is playing this weekend? I mean, some pretty well-known guys. Uh, we have... For Stockholm, we have like a really well-rounded uh, team. They have Badur Jobava on board one, who's currently rated above 2,700, plays really creative, interesting style. And then on board two, they have a guy who's in the, running for one of our MVP prizes, uh, George Gorg Meyer. George Meyer, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. But he is playing really well all season. And on the second board, he's a real asset. So even though the Stockholm team doesn't have a five player, they're really, really dangerous and could easily knock off Norway. Um, for Norway, we have John Ludwig Hammer, a previous guest on your show. For St. Louis, we also have Ben Feingold, who I believe is also a previous guest on your show. Yes. So it seems when people are on your show, they do pretty well. That's a very good point. Uh, all you super yeah. GMs out there listening, take note. Uh, Eric Hansen, also from the Chess Bras. Yeah, he's he's a he is a popular guy. I get e- I get emails basically every day saying, when's Eric coming on? Well, he's on the Montreal team. So that, it's going to be some... Really, really good and, and tough matches. I honestly have no idea which team is the best of these four. Any team could win it, and I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for it. Uh, it's good for me that it's a Saturday. It means I can watch more. So, cream uh, calendar. Um, so, what's your overall perspective? Uh, we'll do a true postmortem when the Pro Chess League season is over. But uh, mm-hmm. with the Final Four uh, set, how how do you feel the first season has gone? I mean, really well. Like, really, really well. You know, we didn't know what to expect. Nothing like this of this magnitude has ever been done before. And to get so many top players playing, and not just playing, but playing week in and week out. Like, Carlson didn't play for the first few weeks, and then all of a sudden he played once and lost. Like, his team lost to Montreal. It seemed like he got pissed off. And then he's played every week since then. Like, five or six weeks in a row. (laughs) Um, Wesley So has played a ton. Uh, MVL, uh, Maxim Vachier Legrave, uh, they lost last week in the final eight. He was not only playing almost every week, but he was the manager of the Marseille Migraines. So we just had like huge support from the top players in the world. And, and then like just all the different teams were, were so interesting. Like even the ones that didn't have these top players were really dangerous and could have easily made the final four. Like the teams that made it were in serious danger of losing and at various moments, like like St. Louis barely beat San Diego. Uh, 
Montreal barely beat Montclair. So, you know, it's been really exciting how much the fans and the players have gotten behind it. And with a whole year under our belt, I can only imagine how, how good next year is going to be. So is it is it safe to say there will be a next year? Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. And, you know, we get to this time, look at everything that we, we did for the first year, figure out what works, what doesn't. And I I just think it's going to be as good as it was this year. It's going to be much better. Yeah. So do you guys have the announcing teams lined up already for this weekend? Uh, yes. Yes, we do. It's three different teams for the three different matches. Uh, forgive me if I'm wrong on these, but I believe the first match is is Simon Williams and Fiona and the second match, I think, is David Pruis and, and Jesse. I, I and Jesse enjoy their, uh, their commentary. And then the championship match, uh, they bring out the big guns. Danny Wrench is coming back with uh, Anna Rudolph. Oh, nice. You know, a really, really great bunch of commentators. It's going to be exciting. Everyone's sitting at home on the weekend. They'll do. And I, as I asked you on Facebook, Greg, where can I bet on this? Very important question. <laughs> um. <laughs> Did you ask me that? Oh, on Facebook, yeah. I mean, you know, former poker player. But, I mean, I actually can't give an opinion because I, I like run the league, so I don't want to feel biased. Oh, come on. But, um, I, when people say that on sports shows where they do the little talking heads and they're like, well, I'm announcing the game, so I can't give... No, I'm not announcing. I'm the commissioner of the league. I, if okay. I was announcing, I'd totally give an opinion. I actually don't know though, who the favorite is, but I'm sure I would, if you if you made me think of it, I would, I would give you an answer, but I'm not going to. Okay. But who do you think? Do you have like any... I mean... <laughs> the the way things are going, I'm just gonna bet on Wesley So until it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good. He just wins every game. Yeah, it's a it's a good week, and you know he's got it is. he's got Ben Feingold on there, all about the Benjamins, as as Ben would say. So uh, true, but you know they, the, the level of opposition in these last two weeks for him is not going to be it's not going to be easy. I mean, he's going to have to get through Fabiano next, this week, Eric Hansen. I mean, those two guys are not pushovers. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. So I mean, four and zero is going to be tough. This is true. Do you think he needs to go four and zero? I mean, I don't want you. No, no. He, <laughs> don't want he you doesn't to... have to go four and zero for sure. I mean, it's just last week he did, and if he didn't, they would have been eliminated. Right. <laughs> so, um, but you know, their, their opponents last week were, I, I guess, like a more well-rounded team or something. But not. They have like more balance on like from boards one to four, whereas Montreal also does though. So it's like kind of it's a dangerous match. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, it really could go either way. I wouldn't. If you held a gun to my head, I wouldn't know who to bet on. Well, sounds like a, a well-constructed league. You guys go for parity, like in the NFL, rather than powerhouses like the NBA. Well, yeah. I mean, there's some power. Like, it's clear some teams are better than others, but it's not so much better that they can't lose. You know what I mean? Aha! Uh-huh. So we got you to admit there are favorites, but uh, well, even if you don't reveal are. who they are, yeah, okay. But at this point, I don't know. At this point, I'm like looking at these lineups, and I'm like, who's going to win? Right. I mean, and yeah, even if there's a favorite, especially in 15 minute chess, obviously anyone can win. Yeah, and you know, a lot of it's going to come down to like that last round when the board four from each team plays each other, and whichever one of those guys wins, that's an extra point for that team. Right. Uh, so it's like, and you can't, it's hard to judge which board four is going to come out victorious because they're not as well-known uh, commodities, I guess. Do you know much about any of them? I do. Actually, I do. Um, I know that Nicholas Rosenthal for St. Louis is a really dangerous player. He beat MVL earlier this year. So, I mean, I think he's one of the keys to St. Louis's success because he's on board four, has a relatively low rating, but in rapid play, 
he's really dangerous and he's upset some good players. And he's one of and, your U.S. chess school kids, right? Yeah, he's been to a few of them. He actually won our Blitz tournament at the last one. He's just good at fast chess. Uh, so this format really suits him. However, the, his opponent in Montreal is like a little bit higher rated than him, Elias Usedek. I hope I pronounced it right. And he plays pretty well too. So that'll be a, like a big game. I mean, obviously not as many people will be watching it as they will Wesley So and Fabiano. But I, I can easily imagine those matchups to the match to one team. Because otherwise it's just so close. Okay, well, it, it should be pretty interesting. I, I'm, I'm eager to see what happens. Me too. So anything else you want to you <laughs> say for um, our listeners to get ready for the chess league? Well, you should all watch it. I mean, if you don't watch it, you're crazy. Watch it, tell your <laughs> friends. People who want chess to be more popular, you have to support the things that come down the pike. So uh, Yeah, and unfortunately, we're getting a ton of support. I mean, we had a bracket challenge, like the March Madness at over like 2,600 people on chess.com are entered. So that's like kind of cool. Yeah, sounds good to me. Okay, well, let's give just the, the listeners just a taste. I know you're sick, Greg, so we're going to let you go in a couple minutes. Oh, it's okay. We're going to let you go I'm, in a I'm couple minutes. But, uh, US. but we'll let you touch on a few other topics. You wrote a, um, a U.S. chess championship preview for the, uh, mm-hmm. that I enjoyed. Are you, are you going uh, to be spectating that? I'm actually going to be there for a few days. Oh, wow. I'm going to go for the last uh, rounds or something. Maybe help on Twitter. You know, do some Twitter takeovers. Nice. Post post some funny stuff. Sounds good. Um, and you're working on a book. I am indeed. So tell the listeners. They're, they're eager to hear. Sure. I mean, <coughs> excuse me. Um, it's taken a little bit of a backseat during the Pro Chess League, but I actually almost wrote the whole thing. So... At some point, it's going to move forward. It's basically, I want to take top players, like the best players in history, and and kind of pick out their best games, like absolute best. Like not like a a list of 100 games, but like the 20 or 25 that you just should know because they're like a part of chess history. And really like analyze them and make them as instructive as possible and show uh, kind of like related examples. And the first book that I'm doing is about Bobby Fischer. And one thing that's really funny about it is... While I was looking through these games, I would see something in like one of Bobby Fischer's famous games. And I would be like, didn't I have a position exactly like this? And I screwed it up. <laughs> and in multiple cases, I had like a very similar concept in my game. And if I had known about Fischer's games and like studied them, I would have played much better. And it's really interesting to me. And these examples will be in the book. And you'll mention, so do you I, link to your games too? Or just say this is something that... Oh, yeah. No, at the end of every game uh there will be like some kind of illustrative examples and the examples i'm talking about where i didn't play as well as fisher for example those will be there i have lots of examples of me not playing as well as fisher if you you need more (laughs) you should write a book about that (laughs) (laughs) but it's just like it's there's one particularly where it's like there's this famous game, Fisher Spassky. Do you remember like the return match, like in 1993? Oh yeah, the like, one the with the crazy, crazy night move to the first rank or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I had a game, and I had no idea. It was literally almost exactly the same position, like two pieces were different squares, right? And they ended up losing this game in humiliating fashion, and it was written up in the New York Times. Okay, and I can just only imagine how much stronger I would have played if I had kind of internalized Bobby Fisher's game. And I didn't. And I play like a moron. And so look at that in the book. All right. 
Well, any any time I get to see you play like a moron, I'm I'm hooked. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> okay, well, Greg, I know that our main purpose was just give the listeners something to listen to. I know, um, I know that uh, a lot of my listeners, I get a lot of emails that say things like, Ben, I absolutely love the podcast. I've listened to three episodes. So I'm mm-hmm. giving some people some time to catch up this week, but also like those of you who do listen right when it comes out, be sure to support Chess on Saturday. It's not going to be a chore. You're out going to love watching these uh, behemoths collide. Um, and Team Chess is really, it's its own it's like the best. I mean, people who've played in the amateur tournaments know this and people who've watched the Olympiad. So I really think you guys have hit on something special. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's like brought out pride in like somebody like Magnus. I mean, he, he just wants, he likes team chess, I think, and he wants to represent Norway and he wants them to win. Yeah. And it's a sm- um, small it, country. <laughs> I'm sure he knows those guys well. So I, I mean, yeah, they're all buddies and you know, I know they were having fun during the last match. Yeah. So it's just, it's just cool to see everyone taking it so seriously. Okay, so and I think everyone knows this, but go to chess.com or you can go to Twitch and search us and it'll pop up. So they'll they'll tell you all about it. They'll be promoting it this week. So everyone tune in and enjoy. And Greg, sometime in the near or distant future, we'll have you on again. Um, awesome. For a more full-length treatment. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening to Perpetual Chess. To hear more episodes, give feedback, or suggest guests, go to perpetualchesspod.com. If you like the show, please help me out by telling your friends and giving me a high rating on iTunes. I'll be back next week with another episode of the Perpetual Chess Podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.